Hey, everybody. Welcome to Public Access America's Just, Just the, the Tip. tip. Well, stay massively curious. Curious about yourself, the inner, your outer self. Curious about the people to your right and to your left. And curious about what happens on the horizon. <laughs> and it'll carry you, right? And you'll find the tools if you stay curious. It is time now for something positive. Be headed to the promised land the promised of speaking land, the truth and finding our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. The problem can only be solved when there is a kind of coalition of conscience. Of conscience. Because conscience. that is how it works. This is the beginning, it is not the finale, and that's why we're here, and that's why we rally, 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 rally. We've got to be that creative minority. Creative minority. Creative minority. A way to get in the way. I got in trouble. It was good trouble. It was necessary trouble. Frankly, I know we've got to do something. That was amazing, wasn't it, Jeffrey? Oh, that was incredible. Nice. That was absolutely that. incredible. You know, and, and this is something that you and I have talked about a lot. You know, we've mm-hmm. talked about mental health. And as a data person, I love the idea that that this is going to offer uh, a new potential tool for people. Uh, yeah. To be able to sit down and say, no, I'm not crazy. Something's happening to me. And mm-hmm. and, and especially for people who, who struggle to maintain control on on their their issues it's going to i i would say that it's one in a variety of different healthcare apps that are that are that people are trying to build to help make you know daily life better yeah this one i can see where this has ramifications from anything like you know understanding your own mental health cycles to you know how you know geopolitical events affect uh groups of people to how um you know, any social number of media times, um, social times, like, time, you know, family time, like <laughs> uh, absolutely. Like there is there, there, yeah. you know, how work affects you, how not working yeah. affects you, you know, th- it offers us, it will offer us a unique insight into what makes a person's mind work in, yeah. and it will offer people. I, I think it could offer people the potential to understand not only their own baselines, but where, you know, how certain things, it's like, for example, like the war in what Ukraine. What to accept in others. You like know? the war in <laughs> Ukraine. Like, like for people to understand, hey, I'm not the only one having anxiety about this. And yeah. if there are alone, ways. Right? Exactly. It, you know, and, and that's oftentimes like, especially as somebody with depression, I've oftentimes felt that it's like, I'm the only one that is suffering depression. Like logically, I know that's not true, but that's what your being, brain tells you. That's what my exactly, brain tells me. Exactly. Yeah. But then being able to see and stack that up against other people, it's like, Oh wait, I'm not the oh. only one who feels that way. Right. Like, and it, it or, gives you yeah, avenues. People to are work. avoiding me. Why are they avoiding me? Well, because I was a giant dick at the, <laughs> at the wrong time. You know what I mean? Like I, what I love is the fact that it's not collecting them and tracking my data and 
So it's it's private. It allows me to be private without Facebook selling that to some Egyptian king for nefarious purposes. Yeah, and and <sighs> I do I do like that. You know, I think you know, and and especially like you, I think there's going to be some interesting. There's going to be some interesting outcomes with that data, like, for example, whether or not, you know, HIPAA will apply to it. I don't think that it will because it's, you know, voluntarily given information. And I think that's one thing that people need to understand, like the difference between HIPAA and information that you volunteer. Um, so, like, you know, HIPAA's not, I, I don't believe HIPAA is going to apply to anything like this. This is not this is not something that's that's been built that's dedicated to a healthcare industry. It's kind of like how a lot of these other uh, sites, like for example, uh, you know, any of them that deal with weight loss, you know, that kind of information isn't private either. You know, if you're volunteering it, whereas you know, information discussed between you and a doctor, on the other hand, is absolutely private and that can't go anywhere. And the approach of not allowing that data to go anywhere or being able to unshare that data is, is, is absolutely important. And especially as, you know, especially if it stays anonymized, I really do think that the app has a chance to grow into not, you know, just a number of different possibilities to be able to help people get healthy mentally, number one. And number two, understand themselves and what affects them. You know, one of the things that we kind of right. touched on and one of the things that, you know, news, social media, all, all of those things, I am sure that what we'll be able to understand is, is that this, this shit gives us anxiety. But then the question is, you know, what happens if we turn it off? Does our anxiety yeah. go down? Do we get more anxious because we don't know everything? You know, we've lived in a unique time period where social media has been very prevalent in our lives for the last, you know, 15, 20 years. Now what happens if you shut that off because you find yeah. out that it's giving you anxiety? Does your anxiety get better or worse? Uh, you know, we've got studies that say, you know, people who disconnect from stuff like that get better. Now the question would be, can we see that information in real time? that to right. me would be curious and and it's neat it's it there's <laughs> oh it's so cool yeah i'm so glad karen reached out i'm Absolutely. so glad that i didn't butcher her name <laughs> <laughs> honestly jeffrey i didn't i did a you i didn't research your kick or anything ahead of time i was just like and i was like maybe we'll give her 15 20 minutes and see how it goes it's just an app but yeah, that's really cool. I'm to glad, me, it's I'm, like I like. There's a reason why I like going in cold on certain things, and, uh -huh. and the reason is is because, you know, if I know if I go in with a certain set of questions, it's hard to like get them talking and get them excited about yeah. their yeah. about their thing first. So if I can get them excited, and then I can like start to ask some really tough questions and right. ask if they've considered a certain number of things then you know i've got them up on that excitement and i'm going to get a real answer out of them not something that's yeah. been research planned and and oh yeah no so the way that we handle like people offer information when they're excited and right. when when they are happy to talk to you about something they're going to be happy to talk to you about you know any number of questions you ask by nature people want to be helpful it's you'll find that out about a lot of people so when you get them excited they really want to be helpful and yeah. and you know karen did something that i absolutely loved you know as a scientist is 
you know, we, ha- you know, when we're asking about if they've considered, you know, uh, getting, you know, tracking information, getting information on, you know, gender identity and LGBT mm-hmm. identity. I said, no, we haven't considered that. To me, that's fantastic that they are willing to sit down and say, you know, no, we we didn't think about that. And we're going to, I'm going to go back to the team and talk about that right. because that is important. And being able to acknowledge that because let's, let's be realistic as scientists. A lot of the times it's, we, we get locked into our own head and our own ideas and until we sit down with somebody else and get really excited about something and yeah. all of a sudden hear something, we don't necessarily think about these things that we don't know or we didn't look at. And to acknowledge that, hey, we've got these members on our team. I yeah. need to go back and talk to them. I will be it in- sucks when you when you build something and then some group is like, you left us out. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> As a blind person, I was ready to be like, Oh, so you're not accessible at all. And she's like, we are, we specified to the visually impaired. And I was like, this, that's cool. (laughs) And and that's the thing is, is like, you know, being a general mental wellness app is, you know, the more avenues that you have to pursue, Mm. the better it's going to be. The more, I think the more useful, you, you might find different uses. Like, for example, I always like to go back to Instagram. Instagram used to be a game and now it's a picture sharing app. Everything sure. changes and perhaps maybe, you know, what their initial idea is versus what it becomes is something entirely different. Or maybe it's an app that just continues to grow and expand and offer multiple avenues. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to the fact that she's not willing to just limit herself to the idea, the original idea. Right. And, the and knowledge I think, of the group with no outside influences. At all. Right. I love the, the ability to influence somebody that's going to influence the population of the planet. You mm-hmm. know? <laughs> and, 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 and I am looking forward to what that looks like and what's to come. Yeah. So I hope we get her back every month so that we can just have this. It's just important to have a mental health conversation in a proactive solution-based way. And that's what we do at Public Access America. We are a podcast that advocates. Find us on Spotify, Apple, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Player FM, the Stitcher Smart Radio app for our disabled people. Listen on Audible, Victor Reader, or even ask your smart device to play the latest episode of Public Access America. And we will be there twice a week, every week. Love you, Jeffrey. Thank Love you. Love you, too. And now, here's our conversation with Karen Andre Steffen, serial founder, life enhancer, mental health warrior, and co-founder at the EarKick app. Hey, read the description portion of this podcast if you want to find Karen on Twitter, and you can also find a link to the EarKick app. Check it out. Download it, try it, and let us know how you enjoyed it. We're Public Access Pod. Let's get to the show. Thanks for being here. And we're back at another episode of Public Access America. My name is still Jason. His name is still Jeffrey. And if you're listening to the live stream, you would have known that already. But we are here with the co-founder of EarKick, and I'm excited about that. Um, let me get to my note. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you fantastically. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, I've been listening to your show uh, just the last uh, half hour, and uh, I really like to join in. Yeah, you're welcome to. Did you have any thoughts on the last hour before we get started with the next? <laughs> um, I really like the way that you uh, pursue some of the thoughts and, and 
don't throw too many ideas on the table. Uh, that's what, what I really liked. And um, it's, you know, it's, you seem open and curious enough to hear uh, other uh, opinions. Uh, and that makes it a, a very uh, welcome setting for someone oh, from nice. outside. We, mm -hmm. we come from very different political thoughts. So we try and keep it human because we agree on those together. We both agree on that. So absolutely. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, everybody. Congratulations. No, congratulations isn't the right word. We are celebrating muscular dystrophy day. And I just wanted to say that because I'm, I'm scrolling through my note, trying to get to our second hour at the same time. I put so much in the note because I'm never quite sure where we're going to go. Am I talking to Karen? Yes. You're talking okay. to Karen. <laughs> I love it. I just wanted to get the name right. Um, that's going to be in our note. That's in the live description. Everybody honestly go check out and download the ear kick app, follow them on faith on Twitter at ear kick app. That was awesome that you added that so I could tag that properly. And it's just, it's really interesting to me because uh, I had to track my blood sugar. And so this, this works for me. And then I think about it. I don't have a lot of anxiety because I have a basically isolated life, but the pandemic has brought people's base anxiety from a, a level where I would, where I'm at to a six. And so anything above that, my friend's daughter's, she's getting married. She wants to have a baby and, but her levels have been at six because of the pandemic. And now she's shooting at like a nine. She's having anxiety attacks. And I find it really interesting that you developed something that somebody could look back at after a month and say, huh, that caused something, you know? Yes. Absolutely. You got you got exactly to the core of what we're trying uh, to develop. Uh, here's the thing, um, you know, there is many things we can't control in our environment, in our lives, even in our body. Right. But there are a few things that are in our hands that, that we are in the driver's seat for. And that is tracking, for example, because as you say, a lot of people, you know, don't know what anxiety feels like until they have it and uh just you know to tie into your prior um conversation about uh the ukraine the war um within a day or two of uh the war breaking out we we were able to measure life how the anxiety rose 20 percent and the engagement with yep which is you know, it's a massive number. And to see it live is something where we went, yes, that's what we wanted to show as well. You know, to, to in the moment, see how it affects people who are not even, you know, geographically close to Europe or to Ukraine, to, right. see, to see the levels go up and to see people trying to do something about it because the use of the app increased almost as much. Um, not just the level of anxiety, people were feeling like, hey, I gotta, I gotta have a grip on this. I, I need to track this. I need to make notes. I, I need to uh, voice record, which you can do. I need to put my symptoms down so that I remember. And then when I look back, I have a very clear picture of where I was at in what kind of place and what whatever I did in the aftermath, and whether that had a good impact on me, uh, whether I'm progressing, whether I'm keeping myself out of the rabbit hole, right? 
Amazing. Jeffrey is an analyst, so he loves numbers. If you spit numbers out, you will just make him happy. <laughs> oh, my brain, my brain is already starting to turn because um, right. I have a master's uh, in information management. Um, oh, wow. Looking at uh, with a focus on business intelligence and risk. So like data analysis is, is one of my things, tracking, trending, love to talk about that kind of stuff. So with that information, uh, you know, just kind of curious because for me tracking and trending is always interesting but the question is is what do you plan to do with that information what are you hoping people do with that information and and on a, i would say like because like you have these individual like i would say these individual spikes you know things like you said you know marriage baby things like that but then you have these you know massive geopolitical events which i would mm -hmm. say arguably is look you're looking at more of a mass effect on the public what are you hoping people learn from in i would say with these kind of two use case scenarios yes so you know, measuring and tracking has an effect and a learning on many levels. On the individual level, we get used to having kind of a second opinion. It's not about, you know, you don't have to be afraid of, of something and you don't have to measure because you're afraid. You measure because you want to be in the know. You want to know why things correlate and how they correlate. And you just want to be able to go back, let's say, two weeks and have an accurate picture or see a trend as a, an individual and be able to say, OK, I'm seeing something and I'm going to try this whether that you know, has any effect or not. It cannot be that we only get measured, you know, like the statistics says, every six months if you're in treatment, if you are in treatment. That, you know, you, you have to go to the doctor's office um, and have a test that is highly biased um, taken and then wait and see, you know, and have this uh, trial and error approach. So having, saving time on all of these steps and having more control as a patient, as a person, as an individual is one thing. Um, I might have to, um, you know, um, mention here that the app doesn't require a login at all. So you don't need to leave any of your personal data anywhere. Um, the whole thing is automized and, and happens on your app. So you're always in control. Yes, uh, always in control of your data, of what you want to do with it, whether you want to share it with someone. You can even unshare it once you've shared it. So it's really coming from a deep desire to be in control as an individual. Now, on a let's say on a company level, it helps you steer your you know as a as a you know as a CEO, for example. You don't need to know each person's, you know, mental health or mental well-being, but you need to see an aggregated kind of dashboard where you can see, okay, we had this release and it really had a high impact on people's mental well-being. So you can do something about it. You can learn from it. And it's not just, again, this gut feeling or, oh, let's throw some nice programs on people and, you know, and then HR is happy. No. You want to be data driven. You want to see, you know, how your workforce is doing. You want to have early signs, as many as possible. And you want to be able to do something for your workforce, workforce while you still can, right? Because everything that 
you know, every, every delay, every gap is going to be so expensive in productivity, in money, in opportunities, in, you know, in happiness, if you will. Mm -hmm. And the same applies to regions and countries, you know, if you were to take this uh, a step higher. And this opens up so many opportunities to have, you know, to have uh, in real time um, signs from, from people. Now, you know, depending on why you use the app, if, if an, an individual, um, you, your plan is to not drop below a certain level and to do well, uh, you know, compared to your own baseline. But that's fine. That's enough, you know. But maybe you want to do something more and you want to involve a group or you want to, you know, you're a hospital and you want to make sure that every patient is, is feeling heard and seen and acted upon. You know, there's so many ways this can go. Uh, the reason why we started very you know, member facing, very user uh, centric is because the individual is the one that's going to make or break this. If the individual doesn't like it, if the member doesn't want to be part of this, then we don't have to do anything, right? Mm -hmm. But so far, it looks good. <laughs> I like that. I like the idea of it. I like the idea of taking control yeah. we think sometimes we think that we're being stressed by something or someone when it turns out they're 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 not the cause they're just in the same environment we are mm -hmm. so they're dealing with their own stuff so being able to say these are the five things i dealt with these are the three that actually triggered me how do i make lessen those and not blame the other five for it yes. i like i like the the ability of having the data like i said with my blood sugar i knew what was spiking it because i could test myself every hour and i knew so the same thing with anxiety maybe because i know there's a group of seniors there's seniors do this thing called sundowning where mm -hmm. they get really agitated and aggravated and it would be interesting like you said to put these in facilities to monitor the that the the organism's well-being as well as the individuals mm -hmm. um being prone to certain times of day or certain foods yeah. or certain certain nurses or certain shifts. I think that's really interesting so that you can make people's lives better, better on a micro level yeah. by doing, by monitoring a macro audience. That's so cool to me. Totally. And you, there are sometimes little changes that you can make that will show up in your data and, 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 you know, without you having to go and talk to a lot of people. And we noticed that, you know, uh, uh, some people who you know who obviously are in contact with us um they tell us that when they have an anxiety attack and they have all these rumination and all these weird thoughts uh, that haunt them they take to the app they record it voice record it to themselves so that when they they've calmed down a bit with our breathing exercises or you know guided sessions they can listen back to it and then you know, diffuse it and go like, all right, okay, but that's, you know, that's not reality. Okay, but that's not a fact. And so they can work on their own without, you know, having to go out and, and expose themselves too much. Um, so they, 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 they're more comfortable speaking to the app that they can control than, you know, telling everything, let's say sometimes even to the therapist, because they need to make sense of it first. And they need to mm -hmm. kind of, you know, is that really what I felt? And is that really what I'm afraid of? Or was it just a moment? And I can just, you know, 
diffuse it and 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 be done with it so it has technology it will never never ever replace a human or the human connection and that's not what it is about but it can be there in moments when there is nobody and it can help us with our sometimes with our shame or stigma or whatever it is inconvenience to still you know have this kind of point of reference second opinion whatever you want to call it um when there is no other person uh, to help us with um and it's it's used a lot in this way where people really vent into it and and get it all out and towards uh the session with themselves they come up with great solutions so basically going from si a suicidal um you know ideation to finding their own answers in one you know stretch and this kind of empowerment is 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 magic i, I love it you know because wow. it, it's it's not costing anyone anything in other than and time and it's not blocking any therapist or anyone that should be treating someone who has maybe a very very severe issue yeah you know i was actually thinking about like use case scenarios for this and you know, and I got to thinking about, you know, a lot of this, I've spent a lot of time in therapy because, you know, number one, it's good for you. Number two, having mm -hmm. uh, severe clinical depression, you know, it's uh, you, trying to understand what's going on with me is, is a huge thing. And so for me, it's like, you know, every time that I'm talking with a therapist, you know, luckily I have a very, very solid memory, but I could see where like information in the moment would really help in terms of guiding therapy. And, and so like for me that's that one is is it's, it's a really neat possibility especially as as someone you know which which would make me so curious as to what it could potentially do like uh for example i know that uh just personal experience uh autism in women tends to be a very under uh misunderstood underrepresented segment of the population and, and trying to understand how autism in women affects them has been well vastly under researched and so kind of interested to see like maybe what kind of directions you could look at in terms of that because you know for us looking at inclusivity and, and oftentimes understanding that you know something has more uses than we might even think about absolutely and this is where it becomes very interesting to have these voices come out of the audience. You know, when we made the decision to make this completely anonymous and free, we knew that it was going to be difficult to get people to talk to us because we don't have any emails, we have nothing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but the good thing is that the, the very early adopters and, and still people, you know, they, they take to us and say, I have this idea or, oh, I have a friend and could you do this? And could, that's how the panic button that we have, for example, came uh, came to life because uh, a few people tell, told us we need something, you know, like when I have a panic attack, I need something that works with one, just one touch and and and, and has a sequence after it and, and helps me through that moment and, you know, all that. So we built it with them. And when it comes to the autism uh, spectrum, uh, also uh, uh, ADHD and all these um, uh, issues, uh, there is so much potential, you know, because in essence, everyone, whether it's uh, depression or anxiety, or, you know, what we long to is to understand why this is happening and how it plays out in our me as a person and 
what is my leeway? What can I do? How can I be creative here? And for that, there needs to be a lot of data about yourself and also a way to understand it. We're, we're trying to automize most of it. And um, at, at the, you know, it's basically it's going to be completely automatic at some point. And it's not just going to be anxiety. It's going to be depression. It's going to be uh, schizophrenia, maybe even you know, things like Parkinson's and other disease. It's in, in essence, human sensing. And it's not, again, it's not trying to eliminate any, any human um, abilities. It's, it's a superpower. It's enhancing what you already have. Um, it's and, the ability to, to pay attention to it. To, yeah. Yes. And, and to have kind of uh, the, the math and the data crunching and all that, not not having in our own head, but having you know, no, no, uh, delegated to, to an AI uh, that can right. do a good job at this. And we can use our brains, our intelligence, our passion to, to be creative around how we want to model our lives, how we want to turn the tables on some of these conditions and go like, okay, I got these cards dealt, but I'm going to do the best out of I can. I'm going to yeah. serve others. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be my own best self with whatever i was given yeah and that that in in that sense we we do need technology and we do need um you know carefully protected data yeah 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 i like you talked about parkinson's <laughs> i think about alzheimer's or dementia yeah. oh yes <laughs> because people people are losing their memories really slowly and for somebody with dementia to be able to shout into something without judgment and then go back the next day and say ah okay because i know i know from experience they they have severe emotion swings based on their memories at the time and I like the idea of even uh, somebody that's taking care of somebody in this situation, a caregiver or a family member can use this at a point of anxiety to redirect the conversation to something mm -hmm. productive to, to disperse the energy. I really like the idea. And I, as, as people developing this app, you have to be excited as the way you thought it would be used as opposed to the way people are creatively using that. What's that like? It's it that's, you know, <laughs> I'm a former musician and it's, I always say it's like playing jazz, like improvising, you know, you have kind of red thread, you, you agree on a few things, but then, you know, the magic happens and everyone comes in with a solo and with some nice little licks and stuff. That's exactly what it feels like. You know, all, all we did is pick the song, pick the tune. And now it's, you know, it's it's the global band, basically. It's it's the team, mm -hmm. it's 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 uh, members, it's everyone who, you know, gives ideas. Actually, to your point about um, um, Alzheimer's, uh, there is very interesting um, science and, and, and recent studies uh, that show that Alzheimer's and the development of, of dementia uh, are, you know, show a, a high amount of anxiety because people realize that something is happening that they can't reverse right and so right. we're also looking at this at this at, at this case and and uh, uh we will cater to that and try to to make it as easy to use effortless to use for the, the uh, this population and for the people who care for them so that it 
can provide some kind of relief and, and also keep the stories and all you know the content that, that people in essence are, are afraid of losing their identity, their story, their you know, their little details, their joys, their sadness, yeah. everything. And there a technology can help us, you know, keep a record and keep basically writing our own book and 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 biography, if you will. Right. Mm -hmm. To me, one of the interesting that. prospects that I see with that is, you know, as we're looking at, you know, how uh, medicine is essentially changing with uh, looking at new Alzheimer's and dementia treatments, uh, I would say that probably within the next couple of years, you know, if not sooner, we'll be looking at, you know, vaccinations for Alzheimer's. And I'm curious to see, mm -hmm. I'll be curious to see personally, like what that anxiety looks like in terms of, well, here's this thing that could help stop this, or here's this thing, yeah. you know, and see what that, what that registers like for people who, you know, say get treatment versus don't get treatment for people who we're get catch, vaccinated versus don't. earlier, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And yeah. so like from a data perspective, it, it feels like, yet another tool that could be used in these on these mass scales to help other people understand you know especially help doctors understand it's like look you know if you're you know what we're seeing in in information out in the wild is that people have this general increase in anxiety as they move towards an alzheimer's or dementia uh diagnosis or or uh, pre-alzheimer's especially but then mm -hmm. as we talk about treatments and and what we've seen is as people do treatments you know things like that and you can just track and watch how that 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 changes or, or doesn't work right or, or doesn't, doesn't work yes exactly yes. and and yes. and th and that gives you know you know oftentimes like you know especially as a data person as, as a scientist there's so much that we can learn from something not working yes. and it's like oh that that did not work cool That's okay right. yeah how do we change that how do we fix that and and here you have so many different data vectors that the answer might already actually be in there and so now you get to refine the question yes yeah. and not and not only that you know we we might agree that one of the most valuable um assets that we have is time and people who have this you know alzheimer condition and know that it's going there time becomes super impressed you know precious and if we can help them have insights and, and act upon that earlier and faster and more you know efficiently isn't that a gift that, that we should give them right and the people around them too so uh I, I have a close, very close relative um, who, who's in a very severe depression. And uh, he wasn't even able to, to, you know, to really work with the app because he was in such a bad um, oh, situation. Right. Yes. And uh, his girlfriend, you know, she picked it up and she did it for him. And, well, I... uh, you know, once he, you know, he had the very, very... Uh, deep moment. And once he uh, got better, he told me about it. And, and he said, you know, I, I couldn't even, you know, open the app, but she did. And he was able to dictate and, and speak to it. And, and I think it's about those little moments where people feel like everyone has left them or everything is going wrong. And, you know, no, no therapist is going to run to him in that, in that two days. Right. Um, that's when I was really happy to 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 have you know co-built um, this app so that it could provide an opportunity for his girlfriend, who's obviously very very uh, in pain and and trying to do something, and so she had a purpose and he had relief, 
Um, and it's two completely human, um, you know, uh, aspects, but enabled by technology. And if you can do that at a larger scale, whoever it's going to serve at some point, you know, that would be that would be the mission. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, is Luna here? Okay, I wanted, I didn't want to. Uh, we were talking about people that feel isolated and alone, and I was like, I never really properly introduced Luna because I wasn't sure if she was here. <laughs> Where is she? Hey, Luna. So, hi, Luna. Can you if not you... hear me? Oh, there she is. Hi, Luna. I'm sorry. Hi. We can hear you now. <laughs> oh, yay. Luna was in one of our other episodes, and so she's one of my favorite people, and we we connect on Twitter all the time, and we talk about mental health and spirituality. So I did want to bring her in to say, to have her say, because she had this thought about technology we use too much, that maybe technology is, in fact, causing anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when so what it's do you think? Abused, it's what do, you, what do you think of the conversation so far? Give us your thoughts. You got any comments, questions? Well, yes, actually, um, in the comments in the video, I, I already said this is a good idea because I know people like me, we use social media as a soundboard for our thoughts, no matter how we're feeling. So having an option to have privacy and not kind of like tell the whole world, hey, we're having a manic episode. That sounds amazing to me. Yeah. Wow. So like saying it first and realizing it's crazy before you put it on social media and somebody <laughs> tells you it is. <laughs> or nobody tells you and just leaves you on this island alone for you to figure it out. And you're like, damn, I'm in, you know, <laughs> you just, <laughs> I'm a little manic today. <laughs> and you go through your tweets and you're just deleting everything and you're just like, okay. <laughs> There's an app for that. <laughs> Although I have yeah. to say that, you know, I'll, I, I've read some of, of, of the things that you write and, you know, um, not everyone is as brave and as, uh, you know, open and as uh, secure as you are, but you are a, a role model for people who, who need this push to do it for themselves. Not everyone is going to go on Twitter, but if they, you know, if they put it on paper or at least, or if they tell someone, or if they're inspired by you and put it on, you know, on voice recording um, in the app, hey, then it was worth going on Twitter. <laughs> That's right, yeah. So, so your app is, it's free, right? Yes. So it's accessible to every yes. income level. Is it yes. accessible for multiple disabilities in any fantastic ways? Did you put thought into that or is yes. it just naturally? Okay. No, it Yay. was very important for us that, that even the, the very first version that was very raw and, you know, you probably know this, uh, the saying that if you're not ashamed of your first version that you launched, you launch. Uh, too late. Um, it was that kind of version, but it, it has always been accessible to the vis uh, visually impaired. So it was really difficult. We, you, you start to understand what a person who can't see goes through once you have to program something like that. It's, it's, sure. it's crazy. Th these people are wizards, uh, how they manage, <laughs> how they navigate an app. And we even got feedback, uh, from, from a, a blind high school girl who's, you know, kind of telling us a few things. Um, that's uh, for sure. That's done. Um, we're trying, we're really trying to keep it, um, very effortless and and so it doesn't require a lot of knowledge um but you know but you have to balance it at some point and um 
um, we're, we're trying not to make it complex. We're trying not to ask people or, or throw um, any jargon at them or, you know, make them answer difficult questions. Uh, but, okay. you know, we'll see how, how it evolves. We are in very, very close contact with a, a wonderful man. Um, he, he has um, a, an app that's called Vortel, uh, V-O-R-T-L-E. He's uh, uh, disabled. He has, uh, he's on the spectrum. Uh, he works for Netflix. He's a, a super genius. And, um, you know, he makes sure to, to be back and forth with us uh, to, to give us feedback. He has his wonderful gaming app uh, for people on the spectrum and uh, all kinds of um, um, uh, um, uh, conditions that work well with his uh, approach. So we're constantly talking to um, people from very different fields, also culturally very different fields, although we're in the US, yeah. right? And that keeps us that keeps us on the toes <laughs> yeah wow i never thought about culture culture oh yes oh i'm latino so i can tell you it's a difference even in the united <laughs> oh, states yeah. and also yeah uh, we yesterday we launched a new ukraine uh, the ukrainian version uh you know it's really kind of overnight wow. work because we have people in ukraine working for us and and man oh how shall i say it's it's all of a sudden so close and and yeah. you know one of them said what if we could provide it to the other guys here and i said yeah but you know how well i'm gonna stay up and then translate it and i said okay go, go ahead wow. do it you know do it nice ah uh, man that's I hope, and I, I, I still don't know if, if it's going to be exactly culturally in a way that they need it. But um, the, the Ukrainians in our team are going to make sure that um, that they build it the right way. And it's a little tiny little drop um, that we can I hopefully contribute. And so let's see, yeah. Because I did wonder if you if you knew the anxiety levels of the people in Russia right now. <laughs> if we could if we could some way find out if they are really opposed to this or they're oh, really I wish not. I wish uh, it's it's we we have uh, no I we can't um currently see it, uh, but it it's it's a good idea. You know, I, I my heart goes out to everyone suffering in in, in yeah. Russia and Ukraine. All these brave people, uh, you know, um, speaking up. I I don't know if I have the courage to what some of these guys do. Um, and I yes, hopefully we can uh, we can uh, translate it into Russian as well and have people use it there. Right. I love that. Yeah. I don't think people realize out of the top ten nationalities going to our southern border seeking amnesty ukraine and russia are in the top five are you serious <laughs> like we think about in honduras and el salvador those are the top ones and haiti's a big one but russia people are going to cancun and then coming to our southern border and i like this i like oh wow i like that i like knowing that <laughs> you know and i think that i think that would actually be really interesting at least in, in terms of data for the united states much like what we were talking about in our first hour with you know what what treatment uh, looks like at the southern border like right with with refugees that are trying to seek asylum in the united states it would be a very interesting insight for the government to be able to understand what people are going through down there 
at the southern yes. border uh, wow. you know what culturally what people are looking at going through at the southern border and understanding like <clears throat> those shifts in you know what is causing more anxiety less anxiety you know it i think you know with politicians being what they are you know oftentimes they're moved by money or by data and if we can get enough data to say look you know this is what happens when we talk about certain systems how they work versus how they don't work it would provide a level of insight that could make the difference in how we do things absolutely absolutely uh, you're so right and so much time elapses you know between something that happens and you could actually measure we could actually measure it until you know like it becomes really clear and it's part of our history books um we should be in you know in real time having our ears there in a way where people are not exposed in a way where it still is you know anonymized and and private and everything but yes absolutely um it would give us so much more ideas also to act up, up you know upon things and to learn which things are you know when it things tend to repeat right but you know do better next time kind of yeah right. be prepared next time yeah right I it's like just, you know women women have babies uh, and everyone knows that there is an, a huge issue with uh passport and uh, depressions and issues you know and every time it's a big surprise oh man she's not doing well no shit you know there's right. nine months you can you can you could be you know you could be you could be preparing for this the, the the environment could the family everyone could be you know looking for early signs and 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 being a support uh, in the right moment. And we're missing out on so many opportunities to help. You know, uh, children going to school, children changing school, students going to college. I mean, it's been known for you know decades that this is anxiety um, provoking. And it, every change is yeah. difficult because we're not wired for change. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. that's, that's amazing because I think what you just did was offer somebody going through postpartum depression proof of them going through postpartum depression yes so it's no more yeah it's no more luna's word against the doctor it's i have an app that proves yeah. i'm going through but something here's what that, here's where i'm valid. at here's what other yeah, people with postpartum depression, yeah. like you know that's it and especially because like you know women women just have a innate struggle to be heard in healthcare, and and I'm saying that as somebody from the outside who has watched this with family members, like mm -hmm. I have, and, and as somebody who has literally had to step in and tell the doctor, "This is what I am seeing," literally mm -hmm. reiterating word for word what some of my female friends are going through, mm -hmm. for the doctor to finally go, "Oh, okay, well that looks more like," and it's like. Well, you could have just listened the first time. <laughs> right. Yeah. But they don't. Mm -hmm. the women, black yeah. women, minority women, they yeah. suffer. I actually in have an experience, a, a recent experience where I, I was sick last week and I went to the ER like twice. And I was honest about uh, my marijuana habit. And the first doctor didn't really care. But the second doctor basically blamed everything that I was experiencing on the weed and thought that I was looking for like painkillers. And that that's literally been my experience more often than not is women or, or not women, but doctors telling me that there's it's something that I'm telling them that, that it's not like they're just coming up with their own opinions and not listening yeah. to me. 
Yeah, and this is so this is so discouraging, right? You, you start shutting up, you know, if that happens right, too many right. times. And and the thing mm-hmm. that I'm seeing here, you know, um, I'm, I, uh, you know, my dad is Swiss, my mother is Colombian, and from early childhood, I realized that they deal so differently with pain or discomfort, and um, you know just because you know one group, how they express distress or how they express anguish, doesn't mean that you're gonna see it in others. And uh, we have so many ways to, to express that we're not okay. We, we need to listen much better and not just to the words, we need to see, you know, that's why we also, you know, uh, offer uh, uh, facial and, and voice um, biomarker recognition. Uh, there's so many little signs and you need, you need you need to know how to read them. Otherwise, uh, it's going to slip your 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 uh, attention, right? You have to acknowledge that they're there. Yes. <laughs> A lot of us just don't even, we're slowly boiling frogs that don't yes. realize that we're actually in a high anxiety um, lifestyle. <laughs> we're yeah. living in anxiety. Yeah. So I've some- lived in that for so long. Right? I don't even know if a time there was, I wasn't in anxiety and distress. Like it's literally been my whole life. Mm-hmm. Right. So when something anxiety causing happens, it puts you over the edge and you wouldn't know that your base is a nine unless you had an app that could tell you, yeah, you've been anxious every single day. Yes, <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. It's, it, it, it's, it's really like that. And I think what you touched on uh, upon uh, before is um you know i have a few uh, members that told me it was so good for them to be able to show you know go to the doctor or their family members and say like here you know out of i don't know 30 days half of those 30 days are miserable i have all these symptoms here you know and you know and you're still telling me that it's all in my head no it's not Mm. it's real (laughs) Yeah. But if you went and used it for the course of a year, you would know seasonal depressions versus yes. sociological depressions versus mm-hmm. all the health conditions, all these amazing things. And you you could see those in like lines. My health deteriorated. My anxiety went up. I got healthier. Yeah. I was happier. I yeah. ate better. You know, it's just pretty cool. Public Access America. It's always funny because like, Especially because as you know, libertarians, we get a ton of shit, even amongst other libertarians. I think political philosophy is a lot like religion, and where there's moments you have to go on faith and trust what somebody else is saying. The main, the main focus is it's like less dependence on the government because, well, we've seen how that's gone. And you don't have to do that if you think about it in a human way. You know, more dependence on connections with each other. You can always bring it back to what would one human do for another? What would a hundred do for a hundred? People looking out for people. Find Public Access America anywhere you find your favorite podcast every Sunday and Thursday. And join the chat on YouTube at Public Access America every Sunday, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Communities looking out for community. Public Access America. History in the making, making history in the making, in the making, in the making, in the making. Well, even 
even with like medication, for example, where, you know, you have people who are, who are on the bipolar disorder spectrum where they're, you're literally trying to figure out what that loop looks like. Yeah. And right. you can literally, you would literally be able to watch as how, how a medication affects a person yeah. and then be able to take that into the doctor and say, this is where I'm at. And yes. then be able to have a, a you know, a, something that would actually help them fine tune dosing or medication, yes. for example, like, for me, uh, when I was trying to find my medication that worked for me, it was, I mean, like pretty much you just have to rely on what somebody else is saying. And then you have to rely on the other person to try and make sense of it. And, yeah. you know, yep. for me, it, it took, it took 15 years to get the right medication. And once I finally had the mm. right medication, now it's just, okay, I have a good day. Oh, I have a bad day. You know, yeah. training begins yeah. on how to actually live your life. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Whereas, right. whereas now yep. you would have this tool to be able to sit down and go, okay, medication is maybe not working as effectively as we would like yeah. to see. Let's yeah. fine tune that and see if we can make that a little bit better. Yeah. And also it, it's, a, it's all about empowerment, you know, because uh, in like if, in the Latino community, so, some some of the ladies, you know, when they go to the doctor, it's like he's a half god, right? And so they everything he says is right, and they, right. they don't they don't feel yeah you know, on eye level. But if you have data and you know real your own data, you can quickly you know be on the same page and you can speak on eye level. It's not this god telling you something. It's you. You're 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 yeah. sharing your data that you collected and do you want to be you know taken into consideration when you're going to be doing a treatment and and, and committing to something? Because right. a lot of it and you 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 all know that is 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 about buy commitment and having kind of uh you know uh a, a goal to work towards it's not you know once a week the pre the you know dr god tells me what to do no right there's so much you can do in between <laughs> sessions and and it, it you're heard and you can you can be part of the decision process right yeah. especially those long periods of time like if you live where i do and you don't have the best insurance, you have to wait a long time in between visits for doctors sometimes. If you miss an appointment, you got to wait like three or four weeks to get a new one. Wow. Right. And then when you get there, it's like taking your car to the mechanic. You don't have proof that yeah. what's going on <laughs> yeah. is going okay. on. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And it's difficult to put, you know, like tell all the stories that happen and everything and then have them prioritized and ranked and everything. Right. What you right. want to have is like, looking at the same dashboard and say, okay, now we need to talk about this. And then we cater to this and yeah. And then we make a plan and we're in a team and let's do this. Right. We, it's hard we enough. acknowledge it. We yeah. acknowledge it's happening and we have yeah. proof of it right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's really hard enough what people go through all of us. Uh, it is sometimes hard enough. So we don't, need to make it more difficult and more complicated right <laughs> right we don't have to blame right. the people what i think is amazing is and depression and anxiety hurts the people that are there around you to protect you or keep you safe or that want to be there for you we push them away that's what anxiety and depression does so yes. having having mm -hmm. an outlet to where you can say something, say something, say something until it sounds reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes. really nice. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, that's true. 
One yeah. of the interesting applications that you know, especially as uh, like right now, um, as we as uh, as a country, we talk about you know trans uh, people in athletics and sports in in mm-hmm. daily life. You know what what uh, gender identity looks like. I'm I'm interested to see information around that, like especially you know like because uh, right now we look like in Florida, for example, this whole "Don't Say Gay" bill, and and what that does to to kids who are you know looking at their their gender identity and trying to understand right. where their place in society is, and adults who have kids that are questioning their gender identity, and uh, uh, adults who literally have you know. Are, are any on any line of the gender spectrum and see where where they're sitting when you have all of this news and information coming along and what you know especially like in texas for example the idea that gender affirming care is considered child abuse if you could take that data and if that data shows that you have a kid that is happier and healthier how is it considered child abuse if you have all of these markers that point to this kid is actually in a better position because mm-hmm. of the treatment that they're receiving? I'm interested to see, have you guys discussed this possibility at all? Not yet. To be honest, this is a very, very, very good idea. Um, uh, I have, no, we haven't. I know that we have uh, quite a number of uh, people from uh uh, the uh, G, uh, like from LGBT the uh, community, LGBT yeah. community. Sorry, yes. No, um, you you have a great combination of accents. If you can't, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, you need to help me. Um, so, um, in um, for them, it's really about um, it's really about having a safe space where mm-hmm, it's right. only about them, where they're not having to defend anything, where they're not right. having to. You know, make sure they don't, they're not uh, in a role. They, they can stick they, their head up yes. and say, is there anyone else like me and not get shot? Yes. And, right. they, and just, right. you know, just, just, you know, come to terms with themselves and with, there's so much going on. Right. And um, that's why they, they like to use the app. Um, but, you know, your idea is amazing. I, I'm going to take this back to the team. And this is definitely something we, we need to look at. Um, especially because it's, you know, it really has an impact on that community and, and, and politics is, is, is like, they feel like this is um, anecdotal. They feel like they wake up to new bad news basically every week and, and, and they have like no say and all they, all they can do is like go to the streets or or, yeah, Yeah. uh, make them, their voices heard, but you know, that takes so, so much energy. None of us goes to the streets every week for something that we, you know, we think we deserve. We do that maybe a few times a year, but that's it. They have, they feel like they have to literally live on the streets and always be holding this, you know, always be pointing to what is their right. And yeah. that's, that's just exhausting next to everything Absolutely. else. And, 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 you know, the, you know, and especially, uh, you know, the conversation of whether or not kids are going to be taken away from their parents because the government says what they're doing is child abuse when the child feels very clearly differently that it's not like, this is one of those things where like, for me, you know, 
the health of a person's mind is so important knowing that the health of my mind caused me so many problems for a long time. And who are we to decide when a person is healthy based on government policy, when we could have actual data that says, no, these gender affirming care, gender affirming surgeries, um, gender affirming uh, mental health care is all part of this, you know, spectrum that can make, uh, that can help a person improve their mental well-being. And then when a government comes to us and says, no, this is bad, we literally have data that can sit down and say, no, this is not actually, this is actually very important. And, you know, we have a bunch of research out there that, you know, from, from different psychiatrists, psychologists, any number of things. But if you were to actually take real live tracking information every single time one of these bands pops up you can literally say nope this has been harmful this has been harmful this has been harmful and every time you see news pop up about people uh getting gender rights you can watch this has been helpful this has been helpful this has been helpful and and literally you would be able to sit down and say look you can make policy that Mm -hmm. is going to be clearly harmful or you can make policy that's going to be clearly helpful. Yes. And and it's going to be, and, and especially, you know, as people are trying to understand themselves as they're questioning kids, for example, um, as they're trying to understand themselves, I feel like this could potentially give them and their parents and 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 their doctors so much more insight than we are currently able to, to get. Yes, there's so much opportunity in this. Uh, I, I, I see so much, you know, uh, lost productivity in, in you know, tr- always trying to, to bang the same drum and think the same way, where we know that, you know, uh, everything that's um, a little different or, you know, diverse is going to enrich us. It's never, it's never been the other way, you know, right. and, and, and uh, you know, on all levels of of society not seeing that opportunity that we have all these wonderful uh, species and wonderful people around us is 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 tragic. It's is stupid, really. It really is. Yeah. You know, and 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 especially when we have the chance to help people get themselves on a mentally healthy track earlier in life. Like it took me a long, like you said, it, you know, starting in high school, it took me 15 years to get to the point where, you know, medically I was healthy and then really start to dive into the work years after that. But why, you know, if we're able to cut that off earlier and, and do that for any number of things, that just seems like a giant win across the board. Yes. You know, especially knowing, you know, Data shows that um, 50% of the mental health um, disorders onset is before age 14 and 75% before age 25, like 24, 25. Wow. So we know, we even know when we have to do something. It's like in, you know, before a child or a, a, a student hits 25, we gotta be there. We gotta have some yeah. track record. We have to have data. And it's everyone. It's not those or those it's everyone and if you're lucky and nothing happens in your life fine you can trash the data or you know <laughs> or, yeah, or, or you can or you can use it to, to see hey thank you i'm so grateful everything yeah. went well but there's like you can adopt no, me <laughs> yes there's no reason to to not focus on, and we're very focused on young people because we see so much opportunity to 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 empower them 
and and to yeah. and, and also to you know have our eyes on them they're our future really um and we know when yeah. it's happening we know when the onsets are so early right but now we don't have to we don't have to compare ourselves to others to determine our mental health now we have the ear kick app and we can judge ourselves against ourselves that's, and that's the total difference because nobody is like us except us it's the wonderful thing that we're a unique everyone each individual is unique and the good thing it's you know somebody asked me just lately yeah but then you know we're going to start comparing our mental health to each other's like in sports I said no because mm. you're only comparing to yourself you there is no second you you know, it's not like comparing right. weight or height or anything of that. It's much more complex. And th yeah. the good thing is, it's you and you, you know, and if you don't get along with you, yourself and your, you know, uh, and, and who you were before and you, who you want to become, what are you going to do? You know, it's, it's, again, it's not a competition. It's all about being the best version of yourself that, that suits you. Yeah. That, that, right. that is going to carry you throughout your life. I love that. Thank you for being here, Karen. It's all my pleasure. It's like but we, you have we given do. me so many ideas now. <laughs> <laughs> I love, but that's, you know, that's one of the things here, like at public access, you know, we love the idea. Uh, we love imagining. Yeah. We, we, we love <laughs> solutions, like putting ideas out there. Like, you know, as, as somebody who's worked in a number of different settings, we know that initially, you know, sometimes the first idea kind of sucks, but oh, yeah. when you have more people talking, all of a sudden you get these beautiful ideas and uh, that okay. refined idea. And if somebody comes away with something that's going to be incredible and help the next group of people along, perfect. Totally. totally. Thank you so much. I mean, this has given me so much. And I, you know, we're just at the beginning of this movement of, of making mental health really measurable for everyone. Um, and every, every voice counts and every, you know, person is going to be a warrior with us welcome <laughs> right yeah we don't we we spent a lot of time avoiding this and saying it's not a real thing and like with disabilities i'm gonna end on this with disabilities mental health was had a stigma attached so we are some of the first generations to tackle this in an open way yeah. and so you offering data giving people proof to their feelings that's that's really cool. That's amazing. So we do this thing at the end of our show called Just the Tip, where we offer a 30-second tip to people. Karen, I'm going to ask you, do you have any any tips for our listeners before we go? Well, stay massively curious. Curious about yourself, the inner, your outer self. Curious about the people to your right and to your left. And curious about what happens on the horizon <laughs> and it'll carry you right and uh, you'll find the tools if you stay curious you'll find the tools to live a very very happy life jeffrey do you have any tips before we go <laughs> um i would say uh i'm much along uh karen's idea you know stay hungry for growth because the thing about the thing about growth is is that we all we get to this place where we're we're complacent and we're happy and there's nothing wrong with that but you always have the opportunity to learn something new to to pick up you know maybe a new hobby a new skill or maybe just find out something really cool that you didn't know about and you'll feel your life more enriched because you're just like 
I didn't know something about this and I went down this rabbit hole and now I know something about this. I'm not an expert, but I feel awesome having learned something about something I didn't know. Yeah, thanks. You made me learn about Rome last week. That was god awful. <laughs> what they did was kill and enslave and rape people for 600 years. I was oh, like, thanks, yeah. Jeffrey. Thanks for that one. <laughs> what can I say? I, I am a wealth of knowledge that might not necessarily make you feel better, but you know now that you can't just you you can't just be like, oh, Rome, the glory days of me. Mm, no, no, because no, there's a show called Rise ri- by the Barbarians Rise. And I watched it, and it was the perspective of the oppressed. <laughs> it was. It wasn't. It didn't have. It wasn't based in Rome. It was based on Rome's victims. And yeah, it just made me so angry that slavery was just such a normal thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for being here. Everybody, go get the Earkick app, and then I, can we have you come back in a month, and then maybe we'll see how progress is going. You and. Know? time yes and also you know i i take the time for anyone who wants to you know connect with me uh personally i'm more than happy to hear more good ideas and more curiosity (laughs) we will then we will put your twitter handle in the description it's in the description of the live stream but we'll put it in the description portion of the podcast so people can reach out to you on twitter and don't forget public access pod on twitter and autonomous angel on twitter because we're having some great conversations thanks so much awesome (laughs) yay thank you everybody for being here you guys take care bye-bye to those who would tear the world down we will defeat you this is our moment this is our time to those who seek peace and security we support you yes we can and to all those who have wondered if america's beacon still burns as bright tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth but from the enduring power of our ideals democracy liberty opportunity and unyielding hope let me tell you something you already know the world ain't all sunshine and rainbow nasty place and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me or nobody, is going to hit as hard as life. Ask not yes, we can. what your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. I, poor little children, yes, we can. one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin but by the content of their I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Welcome, welcome. To public access America. Yes, we can. Sunday live streams on YouTube. I wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Stitcher, Radio Public, and Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.